We're live, possibly a minute early. We'll let you guys tune in. We'll let people click on. We'll do that kind of thing. I'm going to go ahead and give my preface, my little uh, precursor notes that you can see we're sitting outside. And I live in Breckenridge, Colorado. And literally two minutes ago, it was gusty wind right here. And it was a little breezy and I was kind of chilly. And I'm just saying all of that to let you guys know, we don't know what we're going to get. If my stuff is going to blow away, if it's all of a sudden going to rain, um, if you're going to see my oldest son pull up behind over here and park, um, it could all just be a little spontaneous. We can just roll with it and adapt and deal with it. We just wanted to try this. So hopefully you can hear over the wind, the breeze, the birds, people biking by, talking, whatever. It's all good because we're outside tonight for MTL live on Facebook. Um, anyway, welcome back. And yeah, it's great to be chatting and talking and sharing and encouraging and connecting. Um, I was going to share with you guys my latest, my latest Netflix crush. Um, I've been heavily dosing on Last Dance on Netflix. It's all about Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Um, man, I was a fan when I was in middle school and high school for sure, Chicago Bulls. I mean, I grew up in Illinois um, when they were doing their whole crazy, you know, championship streak um, through the NBA. So if you at all are fascinated by Michael Jordan or the Chicago Bulls, you got to check it out. It's some fun inside stuff. It's just so fascinating to look at people's stories and to watch them unfold and to be able to look back and reflect on those things. Anyway, so... I just wanted to mention it, throw it out there for you guys. Um, last time we did More to Life, we talked about the divine versions of our stories, that there's multiple versions of our stories going on, but there's a divine version of our story that we can embrace, that we can um, step into more and more and more. And we have to choose which version of the story to believe. And so we talked about that a little bit. Before that, we actually talked about Plan B, which was Plan Becoming. Um, huge fan of that word, becoming. That we're all in process. That we're all still becoming. Still students. Still learning. Still adapting. Still figuring out what this looks like. Um, still on the adventure. And so tonight, we're going to take kind of those ideas, mash them up a little bit, and take it just a little bit further. Uh, we want to take that next step in this evolution of thought. So the title for tonight, um, it's not plan B, it's not divine version. Uh, it is unfinished joy, unfinished joy. And first, before the, before we even go there, I just wanted to throw this out to you guys. I'm going to use the term God tonight. Um, I'll probably use the word divine as well. Um, the term God for me is it still works. Um, I still feel like it's an incredibly roomy, spacious word that's filled with life and meaning for me. I know a lot of people have some baggage with that word and I'm okay, you know, switching that word around and using words like divine or, um, or being <laughs> or groundedness or universe or Whatever that word needs to be for you, let that word be that for you, you know? But what I don't want you to do is get hung up on me using the word God because it works for me. 
And so I'm going to use it tonight. Um, Without fail, that word is going to come out of my mouth. All right. So I wanted to preface with that. Let that be out there so you don't get hung up on anything at all. All right. So tonight we're outside. We're actually sitting on our new patio, a new patio that we started back on uh, middle of May, officially on Memorial Day. And Anne thought we were going to complete it in that holiday weekend. Um, We completed it about a week ago. I don't know if you can see the retaining wall. You can. I'm seeing it in this reflection. There's a retaining wall behind me. Boom. Here. That's what the patio looks like. You see it? Awesome, right? Single bricks, herringbone design, like rock side walls, like craziness. Craziness. We had to dig this sucker out. We had to, like, put down like eight tons of rock two tons of sand we had to level it and grade it and get it doing all the proper things that it needed to do we had to compete with the weather we had to compete with supplies we had to compete with time energy motivation all of those things were a factor in this patio it was no doubt a tough difficult Uh, I'll use the words brutal. It was a brutal task, I think, mainly because we were in over our heads and we didn't know what we were doing. We had to learn as we went um, and put in a drain and stairs and all these crazy things. So anyway, I'm sitting on the patio. It is finished. And now we enjoy it, right? Now we get to sit out. Now we get to sit back. Now we get to relax. Now we get to bask in the finished product. That's a quick little story for you that I'm going to come back to, sort of. Now, we've been having some really good thunderstorms in Breckenridge. I don't know. We don't really get those too much, but we've been getting them. We've been getting some good thunder, some good lightning. And it was a couple of nights ago... In the last week, for sure, we had, like, a pretty decent one. And then, of course, right after the storm, I went for, like, a 20-minute walk. And it was perfectly still. It was an evening thunderstorm. The wind picked up. It kind of hailed a little bit, and boom. Then it was gone, and everything was still. And nobody was outside because everybody had gone in. The sun was doing its thing in the sky and changing the colors and making it beautiful. And I just walked around, and it was so still and so quiet and so peaceful peaceful um pretty good moment after the storm it felt pretty awesome and then i was also taken back to i just did this wedding at this ranch it's called piney river ranch um it's about a 12 mile dirt road that takes you about 45 minutes to get back there and I was kind of nervous and anxious just getting there because it's kind of a, you know, sketchy road. And you're like, am I going to get there? Am I going to make it in time? Am I going to be there? What's happening? You know, weddings can just (laughs) spike up that kind of meter in you. And I love getting there. And then I got there and then it was like, okay, let's make this happen. Let's do this. And then there was this moment after the wedding where, again, this like little storm kind of blew up there. And then it just kind of went away. And I was standing like at this huge lake in front of these amazing peaks and the wedding was finished and the storm had blown by. And again, here comes this serene, calm feeling, right? 
I wanted to tell those three stories because it was always afterwards that the calm feeling came, always afterwards when the rest and the peace and the real kind of sense of joy settled in. It was always after in a lot of those circumstances. And to be honest, I feel like that's a formula. I'm switching some papers here because it's a little breezy. Um, I feel like that's a formula that for most of my life I've believed in. I've embraced. I, I really feel like um, that was the formula, you know? It, something occurs, something happens, and it ends with peace. It ends with rest. It ends with joy, this kind of sigh of relief. It's this formula that you can imagine all these plus and minuses happening, but then here's this big equal sign, and then there's the word J-O-Y. This plus this minus that plus 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 plus. You put in all of these ingredients equals joy. Where is joy? It's later. <laughs> when is joy? It's at the end. You know what I mean? It's next. It's it's when it's finished. It's when it's over. It's when it's finally done. Joy is the end result. But here's the thing. That formula sucks. Like that, <laughs> it just isn't... It... it, it, it it doesn't work. That formula's broken. And to be honest, aren't most formulas broken? Like, it just, it, it never works out the way y- you think it will. And honestly, that keeping joy as the end result, like I said, it sucks. Because here's the thing. I'm 42 years old. I'm not done. I'm not finished. This isn't the end. And I sure would like to experience joy now, like in the middle, like during, not like off later or when it's over or, or, you know, after something like, how about now in the midst as this is all occurring, as this is all happening, like sometimes I get caught up in life and I'm racing and I'm racing to get things done, and you're racing to get ahead, and who knows all of the different things. But thinking about joy, I certainly don't want to be racing through this life to simply finish so joy can finally come as this end result. So anyway, the formula's broken. Formula's broken. I'm going to tell you a couple of things here. Um, I'm 42, and... I used to be more social. I did. I really, really did. I used to be way more social. Like, I really cared about it a lot. And maybe I was social for wrong reasons. I don't know. But here's the deal. During college, sorry about that. During college, I was a huge procrastinator. Procrastinator because people came first. Right? So, like, in my college experience, I lived on this wing, and we all left our doors unlocked, and you hung out with people. And everybody knew that you could walk by Phil's room, and Phil's door would probably be open, and Phil would probably be ready to hang out. Like, stop by, and if he's doing something, he'll definitely stop doing what he's doing to hang out. Like, like I can put it, I can do my work from, like, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. while everybody's sleeping. Right, And I won't miss out on the social aspect of life. Now I'm 42 and I'm finding that I'm much less social. You know what I mean? 
I'm like, I I can definitely close the door and be like, hey, I'm like, you know, I'm busy. I'm doing something. I'm like off on this thing. I could be simply reacting, responding to things that have happened, responding to how life has gone. I told my parents the other day, I said, I'm 42 and I feel like there are things in my life that haven't necessarily healed experiences I've gone through stuff that I've kind of endured and like that stuff hasn't necessarily been wrapped up so nice and neat. And now I'm merely living in response to some of those things. And so sometimes I'm at 42 and I feel like I've actually taken a couple of steps backwards, right? Like I was headed towards something and maybe I was more social and now I'm like going backwards and it's, it's, it's too bizarre. Something else is I, I used to be a lot less anxious too. Like, but now I'm more anxious. And I feel like that's a step in the wrong direction as well. Like, I'm like, wait a second, what is going on in my life? Here I am, though, and I'm this product. I'm this, like, end result of my experiences. And all I can say is, last week I found myself watching a movie with my family called The Life of Pi. Now, The Life of Pi is a pretty great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Um, There's this moment in the movie where the guy is kind of retelling his story. And, you know, retelling stories is great because you get to remember things and, and see, like, where you've come from. And I think, like, in the middle of it, like, before we were watching that movie, my head was stuck in this place of, man, you've gone backwards a lot recently. You know, like it seemed like you were progressing. It seemed like, Phil, you were moving forward. You were you were moving towards, you know, a finishing moment, a finishing act. But you've definitely been taking some steps backwards. And I'm watching this movie, The Life of Pi, and this guy is telling all these stories. And at this one point, he simply said this phrase and he grinned and laughed while he was saying it. He was telling a story, telling a story. And then he said, yes, but... God wasn't finished with me yet, is what he said. And he said it while he was laughing. And that phrase got, like, really stuck in my head there for a couple of days. And I was, like, writing about it, journaling about it, praying about it, that whole phrase. Like, God wasn't finished with me yet. There's this other small little phrase that I heard a man named Rob Bell. He either wrote it or said it or whatever. I know he's got the credit, but he said, God wastes nothing. And so like, I'm dealing with that phrase, God wasn't finished with me yet. And then God wastes nothing. And I'm like putting all this together. And and I feel like I've taken some steps backwards. And here's kind of the prayer, the kind of mantra, the kind of thing I landed on. All right. My prayer recently has been simply this. God, don't be finished with me yet. Because I feel like I've gone backwards. And make me a prisoner of joy. God, don't be finished with me yet. I hope you're not finished with me yet. You can't be finished with me yet. (laughs) And make me a prisoner of joy. I, you... We were all unfinished. We're still in this process of becoming. 
We're not like looking to like land anywhere because it's kind of this continual process. It's this unfolding art of becoming. It's being human. It's the human condition that we're just in process. And I would say along with that, there's just so much more joy to discover. And sitting where I was sitting and, and, and realizing I've taken some steps backwards, in my opinion, about my own life, I'm sure you guys can look at your life and you can say, well, here's areas I can grow. Um, here's, here's areas I can change. Here's areas where I feel like I've taken steps backwards. You know, like we're all still in progress. Here's the interesting piece. If you're still hung up on that formula, when you take steps backwards, you're getting further and further from joy. But like if you can accept and embrace the fact that the formula is totally busted (laughs) and it's broken, then there's joy to be discovered even when we take steps backwards. Right in the midst of all the becoming of all the undoing and of all the progress and of the entire kind of mess of this beautiful life, there's always joy hidden there and ready to be found. So even when you're feeling like unfinished, there's still joy. It's still present and it's still there. Now I've got two uh, quick little stories for you. Um, This one happened a while ago. I was at a wedding I go to a lot of weddings, <laughs> but I was at this wedding, um, pre, pre the C word, right? Um, so it was, the wedding was happening just like normal and everything was going down and I had already done the wedding, very successful wedding. It happens and I move off kind of to the side and I'm letting people take pictures cause we still have to sign the license. And meanwhile, I think I found myself in conversation with the oldest person at the wedding. And honestly, like, I love talking with the oldest people at weddings. She was fascinating. She walked up to me and started talking, and she started telling me everyone's names at the wedding. She could, like, point and tell you who they were, and she could tell you stories about them. She told me stories about where she grew up and what church she went to and, you know, who she's related to and who everybody is. And she's just running it all down for me. And she's got the biggest smile on her face. And then at one point she stopped and she said, this is such a good time, you know. And she was just soaking it all up. And I could literally feel it off of this woman, like right in front of me however many years old she was she was just totally in the joy of that moment it was pretty remarkable it's pretty remarkable I go to a lot of weddings and um, it's my job and sometimes I forget what's really even happening and how exciting it is and how awesome it is and Not only that, but when you're doing a wedding, I mean, there's not a lot of times in life when you're allowed to simply ooze whatever you're feeling. Weddings are one of those. You can do it. Like, all your emotions can come out. It can be completely whatever it needs to be. Authentic feelings and emotions. And this woman that I was speaking to understood 
that all of these people will probably never be in the same space again. It would probably never happen again. And she knew her age, and she could see each one of them, and she just was taking it all in from start to finish. And as is with joy a lot of times, it has to be shared, right? It's like very infectious. It's very contagious. And so like she grabbed a hold of me, man, and she was just telling me everybody how proud of me how proud of them she was and who they are and how they're related and all that kind of stuff. Um, she talked with me until she got pulled into a bunch of pictures. Um, but it was one of those moments where I was just reminded about the joy and that it's not necessarily the end result, right? It's like all throughout and in the middle and like hiding sometimes. And oftentimes we just miss it, I think. I think you just pass by it and you don't pay attention maybe. That's probably what I'm guilty of. Or maybe if you're like me, and you experience things like fear and anxiety. Um, I think sometimes we focus on those things and we focus on like getting rid of those things or fixing those things. And then so the search for joy like becomes a lower priority. And I mean, maybe the search for joy should be a higher priority. Maybe we should be on the lookout for that more because maybe when we find, experience, embrace, and step into that joy, maybe that might fix a little of that fear and a little bit of that anxiety. Okay, second little story that I wanted to share, kind of about joy. Um, and it's not necessarily a story, it's a few stories, but it's out of the, the Bible for sure. And I would say there's a couple of times in, in the Bible where Jesus, you know, calm storms or walks on water. Um, the funny thing about all of those stories, when you look them up and you read them in any of the gospel books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, um, you know, <laughs> whoever's in the boat and freaked out isn't like right on the shore. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of stupid, but it's just a small little point. But they don't get in the boat and then the storm like blows up and then it freaks them out. They're always in the middle of like a lake in the middle of a sea and they're far away from shore and they're in deeper waters. And that's what makes it so scary, you know? And so what I love about those stories is that the peace, the rest and the calm always comes when they're in the middle and when they're in the thick of it. And so many times in life, again, we're back to that idea of this formula. It's like, well, after this, that's when I'll expect rest, peace, and joy. That's when I'll be looking for it as well. But perhaps we're supposed to be on the look in the middle, during, right? While it's happening. Because that formula is busted and broken, I'm not finished. I'm not done. My story goes backwards and forwards and up and down and all over the place. And I think what I'm beginning to maybe get a glimpse of is that we're supposed to discover joy along the way.
that it's not like out ahead of us as an end result waiting for something to get completed or finished where it's like once we figure that out you know what I mean once I can figure my anxiety out then I'll experience joy dude it just doesn't seem to work first of all so I'm giving up on those formulas I think I think I'm done with them because joy just doesn't seem to be an end result and maybe you can chime in and maybe you can back me up on this the divine version of your story what I can promise you is drenched in joy right like it's covered with joy you are unfinished you're still becoming and joy is with you wherever you are whether you're close to the shore whether you're out in the middle you know whether you're close to the finish who knows it's still accessible and it's wherever you are You might just need to look for it. Joy is here now. You can see it. You can experience it. And you can literally become a prisoner of joy. That's what I would like. Because here's the deal. Like, if I was a prisoner, I wouldn't be able to get away from it either. Like, (laughs) it's like, oh, the old ball and chain, joy, you know, like, geez. Um, That would be pretty awesome, right? Being held hostage, being taken prisoner by joy to that extent but it's like true and deep and real contagious infectious all of that it's pretty awesome so my prayer simply for all of us if I could say a collective prayer right now would be God we are unfinished thank God we're unfinished make us prisoners of joy We're unfinished, so make us prisoners of joy. That's my collective prayer for all of you guys tuning in tonight, listening. Um, I don't really have anything else, but I did want to say this. I'm going to send out an email by the end of this week. Uh, I would say look for it on Friday. If you're not on the list, get on the list, because here's something I'm going to put in there. I'm going to remind you guys to do this in the email, but I'm giving it to you right now, your homework assignment until the next mortal life in like two-ish weeks when we get back on here and do this is simply this. Rob Bell put out his Introduction to Joy talk on YouTube. You need to go watch that between now and next time, okay? The Introduction to Joy by Rob Bell on YouTube. Go watch that. And we'll talk even more next time, kind of like piggybacking on top of that, all right? I'm also going to make sure that I put in a couple of links to this email that's coming out. I've got a podcast to share with you guys that I want you to check out. I've got a book that I want you to check out for sure, and a link to a movie and something else. So get on the list, uh, www.experiencemortolife.com. Dot com and just get on the email list because that's how I'm also letting people know that this is happening every week. I didn't text anybody today. So if you're tuning in, woof, thank you. But like I said, you've got your homework assignment, the introduction to joy, right? We're all unfinished. God, make us prisoners of joy, right? All right. It was great to see you guys. Good to talk. 
I'm glad we didn't get rained on. <laughs> I keep looking at Ann because I think whew, it's actually pretty still right now. But anyway, go be unfinished. And don't wait for joy as an end result. Be on the lookout right now, all around. Find it right in the middle of wherever you are. We'll see you next time in More to Life. Thanks.